so what I was saying is that, you know, when you're younger, I think you do have more energy. You know, that's where, you, you know, you can can put more into, you know, spending time with the kids. But to your point, coming home from all day and the stresses of whatever the job may be. Yeah. I mean, even in our situation, you know. Well, this, and I only say that to, to, like, point out that, like, I don't, like, blame you for not, you know. No. For some but, of these things, like. But you reach a point, you know, everyone reaches a point and they realize their parents are not as perfect as they thought they were. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. how I think we all evolve and that's how we all grow. Well, I'm I'm sitting here also from the perspective of not having kids yet. And it's really easy for me to say these things <laughs> yes. until I have a kid. And then I'm like, not, I'm a total hypocrite. <laughs> well, no, you're not a hypocrite. You're just ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> No, but, but I'll you, change my viewpoints, I'm sure. You know, like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I want, you know, you should have given me more freedom and then I'm going to have a kid and I'm going to lock him down in his room for. <laughs> no, and that's, I mean, that's just all part of growing and experiencing. And you don't, you know, I think we've talked about this once before, but you're never really trained to be a parent. I mean, if you think about it, you have a child. I mean, you, at best, you rely on what you've learned from your own parents or maybe friends, you know, if you're lucky to have friends that, have kids, you know, maybe a couple of years before you do, so you can kind of witness that. But we're never really trained. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I always say this, you know, you try to emulate the best of your mother and your father, and you try to avoid what you saw as weakness in them. And you, you at least from my perspective, you really try to do that. But the reality is, you know, then that personality still comes into play and then your own, your own weaknesses as a parent kind of comes into play and, you know, you try to, you try to build on that, but sometimes you can't. When was the uh, first time when you maybe thought like, I don't know if I can do this? Uh, before having you. <laughs> well, I mean, not ha- me, but like Tyler. No, before here's... having Tyler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because... Um, well, mom was pregnant. I was about to say, you made it through a whole kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, before having me, you're like, God, I don't know about two kids. Like, <laughs> I got one down. <laughs> no, for me, getting to one was, was the challenge. I just kept I just kept saying, you know, we need to be further along. We need to be financially more independent, you know, and... Independent from who? Just to, just that we would be financially. You guys were already paying for everything on your own. I mean, it wasn't like you know, like me, <laughs> you know, means, growing up leaning on you guys. But like, I think it just means like debt wise, like be. Well, you know, when really, the year that my parents got divorced, I pretty much even even when I was sixteen, you know, once once I started working, I was paying for some things at my house. But mm-hmm. but you know, when my uh, father ended up leaving and my parents got divorced, I was totally on my own for the most part. So yeah. Um, and so I think coming from a position of not really having money, struggling, you know, with college and all that, you know, I think for me it was always, you know, wanting to be in a better position financially. Because don't forget, I started retail. I started making fourteen thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And mom's. But that was also what year? Uh, that was eighty four. Yeah. So. I don't know what that would equate to today. Well, but I had friends. But not that, much more. But I had friends yeah. that were in finance that were making twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah. So. Retail is notorious for pain, even though I worked in the buying office, you know, it's notorious for pain in the beginning. And mom still had a year left, or your mother still had a year left in school, or almost a year left, I think, in school. So, um, you know, I just needed to work. So I literally graduated 
uh, from Boston College and had two weeks off for Christmas vacation and then went to work. I never, mm-hmm. I never really took any time off. She had, any time off. She had one year left when you guys were getting married or when she got pregnant. I can't remember. No, married. Married. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because my point is, we waited. Yeah. I was thirty-two, I believe. When you had Tyler. When yeah, we had Tyler. Okay. And it, I probably wouldn't know. You know, mom was, you know, really wanted to start, you know, earlier than that. But so that would, how old was mom then? She's so she would have been two years. She's two years two younger, years basically. Younger. Okay. So she would have been about 30. So, you know, if it was mom, mom was probably ready at 27, 28. Yeah. But I kept waiting for us to be a little bit, you know, but that's when the whole family then started to, you know, side with mom. And so I had, mm-hmm. you know big brotherly talks from <laughs> Uncle Rick and like, hey, Chris. Uncle Jim. Yeah, you, you know. You need to stop pulling out. This, no, it was, well, it wasn't, it wasn't that graphic. Um, but it was, but you know, hey, you know, it's maybe it's time. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so that's why I say that was my, my first hurdle. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, with Tyler, he was premature and mom got really sick. You know, she had preeclampsia. So, so then we weren't sure if we could have another child. Mm. So when saw a bunch so what is explain that a little bit what is so preeclampsia is it's actually fairly common in women um, basically it causes hypertension and it causes other problems and for mom it got progressively worse so she actually had to be hospitalized two weeks before but in, with complete, only two weeks before complete, before the birth well but it when I say no it was uh, Tyler I think was born at 32 weeks so I think around 30 weeks mom had to go to the hospital because he was mm. a preemie yeah because yeah, he was yeah. a preemie in because I think Tyler was born at 32 and change I believe well I just think like of uh, as a side note Kim who used to work for us at uh, Environmaster um, she just talked about how I think she only had two kids but um, with both of her pregnancies she would have fevers on and off and like she was in and out of the hospital with like other severe sicknesses that were going on related to the pre- pregnancy. Like it was really like <laughs> so detrimental to her body. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, <laughs> I know, I know you guys are you know ready to have a start a family, but it it is pretty amazing when you think about it. No, can, I know what you're doing. What, yeah, what can happen? No, but she got to a point where the doctor told her like, if you try to have a third one, you know, you might not survive. Like, well, you know, we we thought Tyler was going to be it. Really? Yeah, because mom got really sick. Mom, you know, basically. I don't know she got that. Yeah, I, I remember, I believe, I think Tyler was born on a Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember which. But anyways, I, I was leaving the hospital around 930 saying, you know, goodbye to mom and saying, you know, I'll see you tomorrow after work. And I got called. Uh, mom called me at 530 that morning and said they're going to we're going to be delivering the baby today because mom's body actually started to shut down. Hmm. So. So when Tyler was born, Tyler was whisked into, uh, you know, the, the team came in and they basically they took him away. We had we had about three minutes to look at him, five minutes to look at him. And they did the, the basic test and they brought him to the NICU. But I was so worried. I didn't even see Tyler until 930. So Tyler was born like right around quarter of eight, I believe. And um, I just because I was so worried about mom because mom had the the worry was that she could have a stroke. Mm-hmm. So um, fortunately didn't. Um, and I always tell everybody she so you know she was she was determined not to have any medication you know any uh, 
painkillers. Yeah, natural, all natural. Natural. She wanted to do that, and she really focused on the breathing and all that. And um, you, of course, I always tell everybody, you know, your mother has a very, I think, a very high pain threshold. Uh, Most women do. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) they have to. Yeah, they have to in order to do that, I guess. But um, so we weren't, we weren't sure if we would be able to. So we actually saw a couple specialists after. Um, cause of course mom was, you know, despite everything that happened, it was such a, in some ways a terrible experience, but it was a great experience in a way. Cause Tyler went to the NICU and just kept progressing. Um, so, I mean, it could have been, you know, much worse, but, um, you know, he pretty much progressed steadily and went from, you know, in the NICU, there's like severe bay and they just keep moving the babies, you know, but we had a scrub, you know, we had a scrub, we had to put on gowns and yeah. all this other stuff just to see him. Um, because he was like, like the size, ET. <laughs> yeah, he was I like was the size, one scene, size of my hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's what I that's what I always can't believe. I'm, you've told me that a few times that he was like the size of your hand. He was literally size. So they used a face mask. So everybody today is familiar with face masks, right? Because yeah. we're the world because yeah. of the pandemic. But he had a face mask, and the face mask, the doctor's face mask, was used as his diaper. So that's how big he was. He was very gangly. His arms were long and his legs were kind of long, <laughs> but his body was the size of my hand. So (laughs) one of the stories I do say, I I do share this, you know, you're talking about being a new parent. I had no idea what to do. You know, I was so worried about mom. Finally, I think it was around nine 30 or 10 o'clock. It was a couple hours later that I felt like she had stabilized, you know? So I finally went down to see Tyler and he's in the NICU. I'm a brand new parent. I have no idea what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm trying to talk to him and I remember this day just having this funny feeling like is anybody watching me because I felt self-conscious even just hey Tyler how you doing and I just felt <laughs> self-conscious about it you know but um you know in the in the NICU buzzers are going off everything's beeping it's not a quiet place no. with babies and so and Tyler you know besides my hand well Tyler has um you know these different monitors attached to his skin so Literally, there there really wasn't hardly any place to pet him, so to speak. And so, you know, I asked the nurse, you know, what should I do? And she's like, well, talk to him and rub his back. And so I'm looking at his back and, you know, he's got these patches on him that are monitors. And so like, there's a little t- So I'm literally taking my finger and just kind of, and every time I did that, his alarm would go off. Every time I tried to like rub his back, the yeah. alarm would go off. And it's like, and I was freaking out because I'm looking around, the alarms are going off. And they're like, did I just kill my baby with my index like, finger? What, what, am I do- <laughs> what am I doing? You know, like, am I doing something wrong or something wrong with him? Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'm looking over this other baby and the flashes are going off and nobody's dealing with the baby. And I'm like, you know, like, where is everybody? You know, and so finally one of the nurses came and, I, I come to find out that the um, the reason why the the things go off is, you know, babies like the breathing. If they're monitoring the breathing, the breathing can you know can become rapid or it can come kind of slow. So mm. they've got thresholds for high or low. And in, and what happens typically with babies will go a little high and they'll go a little low. And so they only really worry about if it stays there. Yeah. You know. So even though it may be going off for a short while, I'm thinking, where is everybody? Yeah. You know. But I said to the nurse, "What's going on?" I'm trying to try and she goes yeah I'm trying to rub him and every time I do it goes off and so she said well show me what you're doing so I showed her I take my finger I put it back and it turned out I was tickling him 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just using my finger and I was just kind of tickling his back. I had no idea. You know, I had no idea. I think something terrible is happening to him and it turns out I'm tickling. Yeah. So you, that was... You're just giving him a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I just... So I, I always laugh at that. But um, but then, so we saw the specialist and the specialist said, no, we think, you know, if we can control it. So for you, actually, it went much better. Um, but um, you were born four weeks. And so instead of eight and a half or nine weeks early, you were born four weeks early. But kind of the same thing happened. Um, Mom was hospitalized and um, I think she was hospitalized for a week or two weeks. And that's when Tyler and I were staying at uh, Uncle Rick's house and Aunt Georgine's house. Mm-hmm. And um, and then um, mom's vitals started, so her body started to shut down, but they, they were much more in tune with what was going on. As soon as that started to happen. For me again. Yeah. Like, yeah. As soon as that started to happen, they delivered. So where before, because Tyler was, um, you know, preemie, or even, even though you were considered a preemie, but really four weeks is not that significant mm-hmm. um especially nowadays but they like to you to get to 40 weeks if you know for, um, 40 weeks if you can um but yours is strange how like we always use the term weeks when we're talking about babies but you're like four weeks four weeks you're like it's a month i know <laughs> can't you just say a month i know no, well, like, so used to like I, saw, I just saw like a video recently where uh, a girl was making fun of it because a uh, a woman came up and was like, oh, yeah, my, my child's 132 months old. <laughs> so she had to, like, calculate how many. Yeah, well, that's a little like, different. I like new parents talk is in Yeah, months. well, once, you, once you're born, you, you talk into, you know, regular time zone. But Yeah, well, once uh, you're after one, but, like, yeah. no, then the parents will be like, go, like, parents will be like, oh, he's 16 months old. And I'm like, can you just say he's, like, a year? Some he's people a year go, old. like, 24, 36 months. That's how yeah. they determine Three years old, age. 36 months, though. Three years old. Yeah. Now, do you know the issue we had with him when he was born? Did I, he tell you about that? Probably, but I don't remember off the top so of it, So, Tyler... I had, I had a massive, massive penis. <laughs> no, you were just born with a lot of issues, Yeah, people baby. kept asking who the father was. <laughs> <laughs> so... Tyler was like 12 hours, I think, in labor. Kim was in labor. And for you, I believe it was like four and a half or maybe mm. maybe it was five. I can't remember exactly. Mom would, thirds, mom, baby. Mom would remember so much better than so me. So let's give this lady an easy time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you were, but it's when he was born, who was it, who was it when, he, uh, when he was crying, he was doing this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Well, no, I don't remember me doing it, but I know that you guys told me about it. Yeah, but I don't know if we even had any pictures of it. No, I don't, so when I don't he cried, seen, yeah, he, I don't think I've ever seen any pictures of it. Yeah, I don't know if we even had. He told me like when I would cry in particular, like my lip would. Uh, yeah, so droop one down. one side of the mouth would droop down, and the other side would go up, mm-hmm. and what it turns out was it was the side that. Um, I guess went up. He lacked a certain muscle mm. or muscle control in that. And then they said he would eventually grow out of it. But that was that was really so the like way. when you cry, like both parts are supposed to go down. So you'd be like, eh. right. But only the one side was going. Down, he only had like, one side, so like one eh. side was up. Right, right. It was really, it was really weird. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of weird. But no, what's 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 still weird though is if you uh, and I'm like super self aware of it in pictures now is like if I smile, the uh, you know middle line of my bottom teeth don't line up with the middle line of my top teeth 
like offset, and so I have really? to like I have to adjust it if I want to. So watch. Do you mind? Watch. Oh yeah. That's go. That's straight, right? Uh, it's just down a little bit more than. Oh, I know my lip. Prote- fuck my lips. But see that one. The one side drips. Just look at my teeth. Just look at my teeth. I don't ignore my lips. So look at my teeth. The bottom is to the left. Yeah. You I have to go. That yeah, watch. I have to go. Yeah. This is natural. I never even noticed that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, this this part of my lip is up higher, and the more I drink, the more my lips get offset. Droopy. Yeah. Oh. I noticed it like affects my lips. By the end of that. This is the best of alone, you guys. <laughs> yeah. No. So but. and then so so with you there was very little drama and then so eventually with Christian Christian actually went to, I think almost forty weeks and she then then her body shut down she but was it was cranking babies yeah, out yeah it was at, at forty <laughs> weeks so it was okay but then of course you know his. It was probably yeah, more, was more, probably more drama when he was more <laughs> drama when he was born than, yeah. than Tyler probably. Let's not even get into his mouth. <laughs> Although he's is he the only one that didn't uh have his mouth expanded? I think he went through the same process. I think all you guys had he you got know, expanded too. teeth that couldn't you know, didn't have enough room. Yeah. I know your mouth and Tyler's mouth were a mess. I know, my mouth's still a mess. But Christian had all that other stuff, too. I got right? holes the in my jaw. wisdom teeth. Hmm. You have holes in your wisdom teeth? Stuff. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Fun so you haven't stuff. had your teeth removed, wisdom teeth removed? No, they fit, but now I got holes in them. Hmm. What is that from, do you know? Cavities. cavities. Oh, from the cavities. Okay. Right. You want to see that one? Ready? No. Just Live on the air? Ready? And it's all the, the, the like back muscle. I don't know if I'm going to be able to see that. You might need your flashlight. Yeah, I think we'll need a flashlight. <laughs> your phone's right here. Mine is? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> call me this time of night. <laughs> no one. Yeah, no one. It's not ringing. No, I was saying it's for your flashlight. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I look. I got a flashlight. For work. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I use it at work and then when it's uh, dark out in the uh, thing I still can't really it's see big. it it's all I have that I can't see it are you all right. I, I don't want to see it anyway your glasses uh, are on top of your head if yeah, you need them it's on both sides though yeah I haven't been in the dentist in two years now well not pumped for all these potential dental issues with the kids no. well let me just tell you the first well, time well try to get take, taken care of now because like know, grandpa well, had him you know he waited you know of course different generation when but. I went and got my implants and this was the first time I had been like to this guy anyways it was a new doctor in uh, Irmo and um man he took a lot of notes he was like he was like hold tooth this number whole tooth this number like he was like so do you want to do like the, just the implant now or do you want to take care of everything and I was like just the implant but like I already had cavities like two years ago yeah well most kids get cavities I mean you know god my teeth oh, were, I got a lot of cavities like, I mind loaded I mean did you know that's another another way that mom traumatized me no with what <laughs> cavities with the, ca- dentist. With the dentist the dentist 
Casey Go, and I have already talked about this. Going to the dentist? And mom already knows this probably too. No, it's just that uh, yes. every time, well, yeah, going to the dentist, <laughs> but like every time we would go to the to the dentist, my teeth would always be jacked up and Tyler's teeth would always be perfect. Really? Yeah, I would always have... His, his teeth have, grew in all crazy directions too. Well, no, not like direction wise, but cavity. like I would, always have, saying, I would oh. always have a cavity. So we'd go to the, not the orthodontist, gotcha. but I would go to the actual dentist. Yeah to get our teeth cleaned and they'd be like Tyler your teeth are great you must be brushing twice a day and they're like hey Nathan <laughs> you brush once a week <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> well did you, you probably didn't brush as much no I probably was before. brushing once a week <laughs> so it was justified but they shit on me every time <laughs> but then we would get in the car on the way home <laughs> And and mom would look at me and be like, Tyler didn't cost me anything today. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, and you had two cavities. <laughs> I'm going to have to come back to the dentist for you. So yeah. It was always like me versus Tyler and that, you know. Yeah. That was just another... As you know, like yeah. earlier on, me, you know, I always like was competitive with Tyler. So yeah. like that was just one of the things that I think like see, contributed I, to you that. know, you talk about like parenting. You know, we just never saw that. I mean, not to the degree. Well, that you felt again, it. that's where like I don't like blame you for something because it's not like something that it's not like you were like, man, like we fucking love Tyler. <laughs> we hate Nathan. Nathan. Fuck Nate. <laughs> yeah. Nate's the yeah. worst. God. Yeah. God, he keeps getting in trouble. Like, you know, it wasn't like that, you know? Like, it wasn't like, man, I wish this kid would use a damn mouthwash. Like, you know, it yeah, was it's just, interesting we were because... just different. Like, and, you know, again, it wasn't like malicious. It was just. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, you know, all three of you were so different uh, in so many ways. And so, and, you and know. We are, just like. You are, but are. I mean, it's, but it's like, um, I don't know, you know, from my perspective, and mine would probably agree with this too, but I mean, we all, you know, we tried to let you all kind of pursue whatever you wanted to pursue, like what you know, what your interests were, what, you know, what you want to do. Was it, wasn't like, you know, like, uh, you know, who's going to, I don't know. I don't really want to talk, you know, poorly, you know, but, you know, my father, you know, didn't get past, I think, ninth grade. Mm -hmm. And my mother did graduate from high school, but, um, well, it's not like you're talking poorly either. Don't, you know, don't feel bad. That's just what it was. You know, well, like, like, yeah, just just, it's, it's just what poorly. it is. So yeah, he's still, you know, he was an awesome, but I mean, I, I, but I grew know. up, but I grew up, you know, at times, you know, with my mother saying, you know, don't be like, be like, so, you know, so in some ways was stigmatized and, um, and not that it was fault. I'm not saying it was fault at all. It was my parents fault, but but I mean, I grew up with, you know, I grew up with my mother saying, don't be like your older brother, mm -hmm. you know, be like, you know, don't be like him, be like him. And, you know, think about if you think about it today, you know, imagine if I was always saying to, you know, your brother Christian, don't, don't be like Nathan, be like yeah. you know, Tyler. When you guys, and I think I said this in my speech for Tyler's, you know, wedding, you know, you guys never made it, made like 
the outward comparison, you know, like to where like you said, I don't know. I guess with the <laughs> the dentist thing it was, but like, you know. No, but we should have picked up. We should have picked up. I mean, better. I think you know now in hindsight, we probably should have picked up better that you felt that way. You know, now maybe maybe you could have helped us and maybe talked to us about it a little bit better. But we we really, you know, mom and I have talked about this before. I mean, we really feel like all three of you, you know, were such good kids and excelled in your own ways. And, you know, you had different strengths and different weaknesses, but, you know, we never really, we never really saw it as, um, you know, one being better than the other at all. I mean, we just never. Yeah. No, I know you guys never felt like that. I mean, in large measure, you know, to this, you know, you probably don't like this, but I mean, in large measure, we still feel like you were probably the smartest of the three, even though all three of you were, all three of, you know, you, all three of you Mm -hmm. were very smart. But you probably, you know, because you always seem to like to learn for the sake of learning mm-hmm. versus, you know, like like me. I, I, it wasn't that I was really such a, such a um, smart person. I had to work so hard in like in college. You know, mom and I were talking about this the other day, joking, you know. I, I think, uh, I think we were able to share in two classes. And I remember one time. You know, I'd spent the whole weekend trying to study for this upcoming, you know, psych exam. And there's mom reading, you know, a half hour before the exam. And I'm like, I, you know, I don't know how you do that. I mean, you know, yeah. so, so all three of you, you know, all three of you really did really well. But I mean, you know, like well, I, I do, said, I do remember a few, at least conversations I had with mom where, you know, I was crying because I felt like I wasn't as good as Tyler. Yeah, well, and that's where we, maybe we should have been, you know, maybe pick that up a little bit more than we did. I, but I don't know what they're, I don't know necessarily what you could have done either, too, because that's also part of, like, having siblings and, like, it is. <laughs> you know. It is, it is. Well, because, and I think and for... And being different from your siblings, you know, like, I, I've just always inherently been so different from him. You have. Yeah. I mean, you have. Yeah, and like you said, you know, all three of us are... We're so different, you know. You are. You raised us the same, but we're so different. You know? No, but you all are. But you know, maybe we should have been a little bit more intuitive, you know, because because even even in college, you know, and I know we're not really including you in this, so sorry about that. But <laughs> it's okay. but you know, but even in college, you know, we knew there was like I think back on it too, you know, talking about you know you got to maintain your grade point average in order to maintain the scholarship and. You know, we probably end up putting, you know, additional pressure on you when we shouldn't have, too. Well, I just, you want to, it's so funny, too, because I, I remember so vividly having, um, like, a conversation freshman year, and it was outside the shoeboxes, because I was, like, walking around, like, I can, like, picture myself walking around the area, and I remember being on the phone with you, uh, asking you to, because, you know, you guys were going through some like financial hardships right. at that, and that time too. that was part of our struggle too. And so, you know, I remember being on the phone and I remember saying like, why don't I just like move back home and work and, you know, give you guys some money and like pursue music. You know, I remember like having that argument in my head, <laughs> you know, freshman year, you know, while I was already being successful in school before I started, <laughs> you know, not doing so well in school. Well, you know, unfortunately, you know. But I just remember even having that conversation. I remember feeling like so bad too that y'all were like 
struggling too and like maybe that I could have helped and like also the like I didn't I wasn't enjoying really where I was 100% I know you know there, yeah. was, there was other stuff that was going on if you remember too yeah you know yeah I mean there I was were, getting myself into trouble <laughs> yeah no there were I mean there were a lot of things that were going you know that were going on you know again you look back on hindsight and say today you know today I feel a little differently about a college degree I mean it doesn't yeah. you know when I got a degree you pretty much were I mean, not guaranteed, but you pretty much were assured of getting a pretty good job, you know, and as long as you asserted yourself and you worked hard and, you know, all those other good things, you kind of count on a, on a career. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nowadays it's really not the case, you know, unless you're in a specific science field, like, you know, like UKC, a uh, science major or an engineer. Shouts out to C-Dog. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, right now today, it's really limited to. I mean, in, in terms of getting a, maybe a decent job, especially a decent paying job, um, you know, really, or you have to have your master's. I mean, you know, a lot of Tyler's friends got okay jobs, but it wasn't you know. But the one, but his, um, I forget his name, but the one that he went to Germany with. Mm-hmm. You know, it took him a long time, um, but he got a good job too. You know, so when you have your master, so it's kind of like today's master is what an undergrad was. So yeah, I don't really, I don't really even know if the uh, you know the undergrad is really what it, you know, what it means. It's worth what it is. Look, look worth, where you yeah. are today. So, um, and I know inflation, but I you know I set a goal of thirty, you know, to try to make fifty thousand dollars. I don't even know if we want to talk about this, but, and the only reason why I had that goal is because that's what Uncle Jim had as a goal. Mm -hmm. So I kind of use that as, as my guide, you know, so. So by 30, he wants to make 50,000. So yeah, he always had a goal by age 31 to make $50,000. So, you know, that's, that was kind of my goal. Well, we both hit that, you know, but. We're killing it by Uncle Jim standards, babe. But that's what I'm saying. You're not even 30. No, no. <laughs> and you, well, it's a different time. It's no, different, it's a different time. Different and, you know, inflation and everything else. That's but, probably like, what, 60,000 now. But still, you know. <laughs> like north or south, too. But you would yeah, never yeah. have your job if you didn't have your chem degree. You know, but you could have your job without a degree. Mm-hmm. So Because I don't have a degree. I know. You know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to necessarily <laughs> no, go to school to get what you what no, you, no. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but I also know that if you were to try to finish and, you know, and get your degree, especially in No, I went to Clemson to clean toilets. <laughs> exactly. They have a really fine program. Yeah, it was really... Yeah. matter of fact, I think you get your master's of cleaning toilets. Yeah, I was, I was elbow deep in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> PhD. You're, you're at a PhD level now, Right. Yeah, I go all yeah, for master, scale, baby. Yeah, <laughs> who knew you'd know so much about scale? <laughs> but um, you know where? My, but my point today is, I you know I don't know. I mean, I think for some kids, you know, not everybody's meant for college. You know. Yeah. So, the only thing that I know we've talked about before, and I know it's still a little bit of an issue, is just you know, there's stuff that you didn't you didn't like, like, and you took stuff that was really hard. Like, I know you weren't interested in electrical engineering, so. But it wasn't an easy class, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, all the only thing I, the only way, the only thing really I can use, you know, reference that to is, you know, I had to take uh, two religious classes at Boston College because it was a Catholic school. Yeah, and I had to you take have any two psychology and two philosophy. Mm-hmm. Now psychology, I was kind of interested, but philosophy, I had no interest in that. And I had no interest in religion. Yeah, 
you know, but you just have to kind of, you know, gut it out and, yeah. you know, do it just because it's kind of a means to an end. Because college isn't, as much as college is about, you know, learning about the subjects, it's it's more about kind of pushing you and hopefully, yeah. you know, growing as a person. So there's, there's a lot of stuff about college that isn't ideal. The only thing that I've never been sure about is like, you know, I don't know that I, in high school, knew what I wanted to do. But I was definitely pushed to be an engineer, you know, like to go into engineering because I was just good at math and it made sense. I know, but it seemed like it seemed like. Well, and I just have, you know, I do have a genuine, you know, fascination, fascination for like how things work. And so who you know, pushed you into engineering, me or mom? Because I. Both of you. Well, everybody. But I thought you always, but I thought that's what you wanted to be. Well, it was, it was basically like you're good at math, so you should do engineering. And like you like how things work, so yeah, you, you do like how things. You've yeah. always been that way, yeah. And so like you guys pushed me towards it, and I accepted it because a, you pushed me towards it, but b, I didn't know better what else. You didn't know better. I didn't know what else I liked really. You know, like until like I don't know, a little bit deeper on. You know, obviously I had the passion for music, and then you know, I kind of learned I have a knack for education you know working with people working with kids working you know with a bunch of different ages you know so I was kind of conflicted like later on but I think in the beginning I accepted it just because I didn't you know I didn't know you know what I really truly wanted you know I knew I loved music but you know I don't think I ever would have been able to like convince you guys or like even myself myself that you know a music degree would be worth pursuing you know just yeah well that's a little bit like me you know i i got today i might feel like differently though but like four years ago or not even four years ago (laughs) eight years ago now when i was leaving high school like to decide to just do pursue music was hard because like you know even then the internet isn't what it is right now you know I'm like yeah you know so right now I might say like graduating high school I might be like let me go you know go to a music school to pursue music but like you know eight years ago what I was doing made sense you know so yeah well yeah and again hindsight is twenty twenty. I mean I suppose you know if we look at if we look at um but I don't think you guys could have done anything different then either. Cause no, that's but, what I was but I know at. from But I know from my perspective, you know, there was, you know, my father, my father in particular came from, you know, really extreme poverty. Um, my mother, they never had much money, but it wasn't, but I where did Where did your dad grow up? Well, he was born in Philadelphia, I think for about four years. And then the family moved to Highland, New York. Which was, you know, which was really in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It made made Barmo look like, you know, met, metropolitan. Okay. You know, but, <laughs> but um, sure. mm-hmm. you know, but Highland. I mean, because my father said, I think it was ten miles to the closest, like, uh, you know, real like grocery store, like real town. Like he, like I know, it was ten miles. I think to get to a to a bus. Was Barmo? You know, yeah. Walmart's kind of. farther than ten miles from your house. In Walmart, for farther than ten miles from your house in Barmo. But his well, how father long does it take? It takes for twenty minutes. Twenty I think. minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes. That's more than ten miles. 
but his father was a farmer, you know, and so, um, and he wasn't a very good one, I don't think. And farmer in New York? Yeah, upstate New York, basically, um, so basically in, um, right outside of, uh, uh, well, Highland, I guess, Highland, New York, was actually at one point known as kind of like Felt Valley, because that's where a lot of the Felts lived. You have a whole valley. Yeah. Wait, for real? They called it Felt Valley. It wasn't a valley. Wait, we had, in New York, they called something Felt Valley because so many Felts lived there? Because in Highland, so many Felts lived there. Well, yeah, because my my great-grandfather had... Let's go visit. I think my great grandfather. Well, we need Nathan's a, been we there. We need a name like this, like Felt Valley You've been Entertainment. There, Nathan. I didn't even know. Yeah, he's seen. He's seen. He saw where my I've been uh, to the valley, baby. Jeez. Well, that but that, you saw that wasn't a valley. I mean, but I think they called it like Felt Valley or something. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, because my great grandfather came over, and I think he had ten kids or nine kids. But and there he, were that many felts, and each one of the, each one of those kids. Because when I look up felt, like I can't find like hardly any. No, but there's a lot more today than there was, you know, 40 years ago. But you know, but there's a there's a whole valley named. Oh well, God. they used to it call it. I know, but I know, but still, like if because so many felts lived in the area. But like, think about any area. You don't go around calling any area nowadays. Like but this would be this would be the like there. you know Casey having uh, you know. 80 family members that lived in Barnwell. Well, she does, but like, we don't. We don't. We do not. No, but like, still, though, like, I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard of any area where there's been like so many people in the area. That you well, it wasn't marked Felt Valley. It was just kind of known, you know, like to the locals. It was kind of <laughs> you're known. like to the Felt. It was known as Felt Valley. <laughs> Nathan, you really? I'm ready to. You're, you're going to inherit a million dollars, Nathan. You just don't know we really were rich all along. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, what the hell? I get what you're saying. They're a bunch of rednecks. We've got rednecks like, living in Connecticut. My parents live in Barnwell. Um, they're outside city limits. Um, please <laughs> they're outside city limits um but in the area that we're at we call it slay town not somebody's name but it's a slang term slave slay okay no i thought you said I'm, slave too yeah I thought, you said slave. I thought you said slave slay town yeah so it's just yeah. like slang so, so it's just, just slang but like i said my great-grandfather lived there and I think he had nine or ten kids, and several of the kids had like seven, eight, nine kids. Because remember, this was farming. So you had more kids to work the farms. Yep. My grandfather, my grandfather who came from Germany, well, really it was Poland, um, he never went to school. So my grandfather, believe it or not, I didn't know this, but he never really learned to, to read or write. He could write his signet, he could write his name. name, and he could speak it, but he never really learned to read or write. Can you imagine that? Mm. Um, my grandmother did. Um, but It's about the same as you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what am I? Yeah, I say this. I say this, you know, unequivocally. You guys got your mom's brains, not mine. <laughs> I'm more the okay. farm. Now, spell unequivocally. <laughs>